Welcome to the Cool Girls Only podcast, where we talk about the excitement and uncertainty of navigating our 20s. I'm Jordan. And I'm Maddie. A cool girl is on a journey to becoming her best self, and we're here to share our thoughts and learnings every Friday with you. Welcome to Cool Girls Only. Hello. Happy Friday. We're back with a guest. With a guest on this lovely Friday and an amazing guest. At an that. amazing guest. We love Anna. This was so fun. And this conversation made me miss New York like so much. I know the entire conversation I need to, I've listened to this recording. Like I'm just obsessed because in the moment we were recording, I was trying to search on Google maps, all the things <laughs> I know. I'm like, I need to add this to my list because she's just like, the knowledge that she has on places in New York is just crazy. And it was so cool to sit down with her and hear her opinions on restaurants and fries and all the, all the above, all of the above. I know we went through like our best ups for so many different categories. They just kept coming to us. We're just like, okay, oh my God, one more. Oh, wait, 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 one more. <laughs> <laughs> She's like, um, I need to go. And we're like, wait, <laughs> tell us, tell us. Yeah, it was so good. I need to like add all of these spots to a list. And then like next time I come to New York, we can just, we'll go together. We can just hit Mm. a bunch of the spots. Love that. That sounds like a great day. Yeah. Oh, a lovely day. Very excited. So obviously our rec for the week is cool stuff. NYC's newsletter, um, Anna and her fiance write this newsletter and I've been subscribed to it for a while now, and I've actually gotten so many amazing recs from it. Like I've discovered so many different places just because of that newsletter. Um, Mm -hmm. they have such great spots. Like they, they do a lot on their website too, of like best ofs. They have like best burger in NYC, best martinis, like just different, really fun little themes. Um, so I really, really love it. And I love their newsletter. It's so visually beautiful and just very nice design. Um, yeah, they just have all the best spots in New York. So check it out. Yeah. I love it. So much inspiration. It gives the people what they want. Like everyone does. Yeah. Everyone in New York knows the best spot and knows the new restaurant and, Oh, have you been here? And sometimes it can get so annoying, like talking to people who are like that, but like Anna's and her fiance's newsletter is just like the cream of the crop. Like you don't need to wonder anymore what you're missing because you see it in that newsletter. Yes. And like, yeah, that's so true. Like everyone thinks they know what the best, Mm -hmm. (laughs) what the best spot is. And sometimes like, I don't know, I always found it hard sometimes because it is so overwhelming in New York. There are literally so many places to try and so many best places to try from people that are telling you like, you should try this place. And it's kind of hard to find places sometimes. Like, I mean, Yelp is the worst. It's very hard to find anything on Yelp. I would use the infatuation sometimes for like restaurants. That was Mm -hmm. usually like my trusted source of like good spots. But I mean, honestly, Anna's website and newsletter is such a good trusted source. Like they really, I trust them to tell me what's good and where I should go. Yeah. And they actually go to these restaurants and cafes and bakeries and coffee shops. Like they're not just recommending it. They're actually like, I tried it. It was good. This is what I liked. Cause Mm -hmm. sometimes you read those like infatuation or Mm -hmm. whatever, even like 
Google reviews. Sometimes I yeah. get caught up in Google reviews and it's like, I don't know this man. Like, why do I trust his opinion? <laughs> I don't know this man. Yeah. No, exactly. I don't know these people. Yeah. It's, it's nice. Definitely subscribe to the newsletter if you're not already and check out their website. They have so many amazing spots. All right. Well, we will get into today's episode with Anna from Cool Stuff NYC. We're so excited to have you on. We love Cool Stuff NYC. And I think just to kind of kick off this convo, it'd be great if you could kind of just tell, like give our listeners a little bit about you and describe kind of what Cool Stuff NYC is. Cool. Yeah. So my name is Anna and I'm a designer based in Brooklyn, New York. Um, By day, I'm a textile designer working at a rug company currently designing custom rugs and all that fun stuff. And then also I do a lot of side projects. Like, um, I do interior styling work on the side. And then I also run cool stuff NYC, the newsletter with my fiance Garrett. Um, and yeah, cool stuff is like our little side project baby because, um, yeah, it's super special to us. We thought about it like for so long pre pandemic and, um, yeah, it was like February 2020. We we're on the train, on the M train. It got stuck. And then we started brainstorming about ways to share about different things in the city. And so, yeah, we came up with cool stuff and started out really small and it's grown a lot, which is awesome. Super cool. So, did you start it during COVID then? So, we started um, February. Well, actually, it was. Well, right before COVID. So okay. honestly, like the month before COVID started. So oh my gosh, we had to pivot so quickly and it was more about like highlighting small businesses, which is what it is now, but even more so at the time and like ways to um, help out the city and um, ways to do these things from home too. Uh, but now we're like back in the role of everything and there's so much happening all the time. So mm-hmm. it's more of like prioritizing like certain cool new things this week because there's always so many restaurant openings and um sort of scattering it um you know throughout every week which is really exciting there's so much fun stuff to do do people reach out to you guys now to get like sponsorships and stuff or how does that work yeah so um that's kind of a recent thing um we've had a lot of restaurants reach out to us asking if we can highlight like a new opening or um, like a new chef of a restaurant, things like that. And like, we love to try out things before we talk about them. So we typically will visit the restaurant um, prior to mentioning in the newsletter or interviewing the chef or yeah. So a little bit of both. I love that you guys do more than just food. Like, cause sometimes mm-hmm. you find these accounts and it's like just restaurants, but then other yeah. times you're looking for activities or entertainment or mm-hmm. small businesses. Like you said, I feel like it's cool. You guys do everything. Yeah. I mean, there is so much to talk about that. A lot of it is food. Like a lot of restaurants are just like what people want to know about. And it's funny because it's our highest engagement on Instagram is when we post about a restaurant, but um, we love to talk about gallery shows or um, small new boutiques or a lot of pop-ups around the city. 
um yeah and then every week we have our cool friend who mm-hmm. is typically like an artist or something in the design world or um yeah a small business owner so a little bit of a little bit of it all truly a little bit of it all how long have you guys <laughs> been living in new york um it's actually my four year anniversary this week oh my gosh and garrett's three years he's one behind but i love that you guys do this and like you would think you guys are like born and raised New Yorkers with the content you put yeah. out. So it's so cool that I never would have guessed you guys have only been here for, you know, three, four yeah. or five years. I know. It's funny. Like when we first moved here, um, we were both like, so go, go, go. I mean, we still are there. We're always very busy and trying to do as much as we can, but even more so when I first moved here, I was like right after work, like do everything that is new and cool right now like every gallery show or like get dinner with somebody um but we're both from the south I'm from Savannah Georgia and he's from South Florida so um I mean we grew up in like a slower pace environment so I think it's just still really exciting to us just living in the city and you know being in the middle of it all it is such an exciting city and always so much going on. I totally feel you with that. Like when I first moved, I feel like I was just doing everything Yeah, <laughs> so much. Um, I feel like <laughs> one thing that our, we've heard from our listeners, like we've had people DM us on Instagram, like saying, like, I've listened to your episode about moving to New York. Like I'm thinking about moving. Like we do have like a lot of listeners that don't live in New York, but really want to yeah. make the move. Mm-hmm. Do you have any like advice or like what would you say to people who are thinking about maybe taking that leap on moving to New York, but still like maybe unsure? Yeah. Um, I mean, for me, I did want to make sure I had some security and like where I was going to work and live, um, because that was, you know, that was really important to me. Um, so I would like, I would have something like that just lined up rather than moving here kind of aimless. Um, but also everyone's so different and depending on your job, if you're freelance, that could look a little bit different, but, um, I guess first moving here, um, like you can make sure that, you know, that you can like go to all these places eventually and you don't have to like rush and do everything all at once. Like, you know, like you want to, like I did. Yeah. I like that advice. Definitely. I feel like a lot of people just kind of throw out, like, just do it, just move. You'll figure it out. But like, (laughs) I know you need to know it's going to be okay. (laughs) Yeah. I know. Have some security. Definitely. I was like flying up here for day trips from Savannah for job interviews, which seems really crazy in hindsight. (laughs) Yeah. Um, That's a quick trip. (laughs) I know. Like, okay. It's really only an hour and like 45 minute flight. So it's not bad, but that was like, so important just to have that nailed down that I was like flying during finals my senior year. Oh my gosh. Well, okay. I actually have one other question related to kind of side projects, because I think that's another thing that kind of our listeners are like trying to figure out like hobbies and passion projects and things like to fill your time. How do you mm-hmm. kind of manage that split? Like you said, you have a full-time job versus mm-hmm. like you're kind of managing other side projects. Like yeah. how do you like prioritize like what you're working on and like, how do you, I guess, manage your time? Yeah. So 
since I do have a full-time job that is like my nine to five Monday through Friday that is blocked off for, you know, that specific job. So um, really after work or on the weekends, um, I have like specific days that I'll work on certain projects and I use Google Calendar a lot. Um, and we have like every Wednesday and Thursday, we'll work on the newsletter, um, finalizing it and like nailing down all the details, doing the test emails and all of that. Throughout the week, we'll be like sending emails regarding cool stuff, things and um, throwing ideas out there. So that's kind of just happening all the time. But I guess having like certain days where you're working on specific projects, um, my interior styling projects, I typically do right after work and I end right at five. So I'm lucky to have um, like time in the evenings to focus on other projects as well. What's it like working with your partner? It's really fun. We have to like definitely split up certain tasks because, you know, like it's good to have like a separation of like what one person does and the other. Garrett's really on all of the graphics and like the website, plugging things in the actual newsletter form. And I do a lot of the research of like finding the things or um, in communication with PR people and things like that. And then helping him with the design as well. Like the colors and all of that's kind of my favorite part. So yeah, I guess it's really fun, but you have to like make sure that you're splitting it up. Um, yeah. In a way that works for you. Yeah. Sounds like you guys balance each other out. Yes. <laughs> Perfect. Okay. Awesome. So I think we want to kind of get into some like best of New York things. Awesome. I know you guys do a lot of that in your newsletters yeah. and a mm -hmm. lot of articles. Um, and we'll, we'll maybe chime in with our favorites as well. Cool. And I haven't mentioned this either, but I, I lived in New York for four years and I actually recently just moved to Chicago. So I'm no okay. longer in New York. And yeah. let me just say your newsletter makes me miss it so much. Oh yeah. I bet. <laughs> Um, yeah, but I think, okay, George, what do you, what do you want to do? Let's start with, let's start with best fries. Ooh, that's a There's good one. So many. <laughs> There's so many, so many. We did a best fries in New York list on cool stuff. And we asked our Instagram followers to submit, um, some of their favorite fries. And there were so many injuries we had to like truly filter through and um, look at ones that we've tried personally, but I mean, I love a thin French, like classic fry that you'll have like with steak frites. So I love Balthazar for that. Ooh, so nice. good. And like you dip it in the, in the steak juices, all that good sauce. So good. That's also <laughs> yeah. my favorite type of fry. And I think mine is pastis. Just mm -hmm. it's like McDonald's fries. Like it I'm really not even is. Kidding. Yeah, <laughs> I know. God. Honestly, they're kind of similar. <laughs> yeah, very similar. Yeah. Um, I also really like Ruby's Cafe fries. They're like the double fried, really crispy with the truffle. I don't think I've ever had Ruby's fries. I don't know either. How so good, so good. Oh, I love I love <laughs> Ruby's. I don't know why I've never had their fries. George, yeah. do you have a favorite fry? Honestly, um, what's that French restaurant I just went to the other weekend you recommended? Okay, Fort Paulette. 
Cafe Paulette, those oh, fries yeah. were absolutely delicious. And I'm not necessarily a fry girl. Like I'm yeah. more of a chip gal or a mashed potato gal. And those <laughs> were bomb fries. Those are really good. Different forms of potatoes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Chips are mashed. <laughs> I, yeah. I love Cafe Paulette. That is, I think I mm-hmm. actually might've discovered Cafe Paulette from Cool Stuff NYC from your newsletter. Yeah. It's, it's so, so good. good. That was mm-hmm. my that was my last meal in yeah. New York before we moved. We went there Aww. and just had the best meal. Like we went there all the time because we lived in the area and I just right. love that spot so much. So good. Yeah. And like the cafe during the day is so good. Yeah. Really good coffee. Mm-hmm. Oh, miss it. Okay. Yes. <laughs> fries. We love a good fry. I mean, there are so yes. many in New York, but those are our faves. How about best park? Your favorite park in New York. I'm biased because I live right by Prospect Park, but I think Such it's the best. One. The vibes are always so good. It's just, it's so chill. Everyone's like truly just like having a picnic, laying in the grass. It's less centered around sports, which I feel like McCarran is sometimes. And that's like too much for mm-hmm. me for a park. Like I need a park to be like a place to relax and like have a grill out with friends or a picnic or something. Yeah, I actually have to agree with you. I love Prospect Park. I have such good memories in Prospect Park because we moved to Brooklyn. I it was in 2020, so literally mm-hmm. like middle of the worst of the pandemic. Yeah. And we started that's when we started like city biking in New York. Like we hadn't I hadn't city biked at all before COVID just because I was scared I was going to get hit by a car, but yeah, the streets I were so <laughs> empty at that point. So we were like city biking everywhere and we would every Sunday go bike from our apartment to Prospect Park and around the whole circle and then we would just mm-hmm. hang out and get bagels over there and I so just nice. love it so much. It's such a beautiful park. Like, mm-hmm. yeah. And, and like, you want to be more. in Brooklyn. I don't go yeah. It's, it's so yes. good. It's so good. You can like truly get lost in there too. It's like a mm-hmm. forest and there's like waterfalls, which is yeah. amazing. There's like also like a dog beach yeah. area mm-hmm. within what? it. Like, yeah, there's like so okay, many different things <laughs> within <Yeah>. Prospect Park. <laughs> it's, it's so fun. Best. And there's a farmer's market over there, isn't there? Mm-hmm. Sometimes. Yes. I'm there yeah. every Saturday. It's right at um, Grand Army yes. Plaza. Mm-hmm. Oh, love a farmer's market. <laughs> Same. Well, I'm definitely more, I feel like I'm leaning more towards Fort Greene now, living mm-hmm. in the area. Like I love Fort Greene so much. And I know yeah. Maddie, that used to be your, your fave. Yes. I, I really love Fort Greene as well. Mm-hmm. That's such a fun one. And like, there's always so many dogs and I oh, love the yeah. tennis courts. It's just mm-hmm. such a nice it's a nice yeah. uh, park to go on like a morning walk for sure. Yeah, definitely. I love watching tennis right there, like sitting on the benches. Mm-hmm. Yeah. People will just sit there like all morning, sipping coffee, watching people play tennis. It's entertaining. Yeah, it is. Yeah, it <laughs> truly is. Uh, well, it looks like we're all Brooklyn biased. Um, yes. Yeah. <laughs> I know, like every <laughs> Brooklyn park. <laughs> Literally. <laughs> Which is okay. I love Brooklyn. Yeah. All right. This one might be hard, but what are your best of for coffee? That is hard. Honestly, I really like Felix Roasting Co. in Midtown (laughs) because it's like fairly trendy, which I typically don't lean towards in terms of like coffee shops. But um, 
the one in Kipps Bay. I work right over there. It's just so nice. It's like a really well-designed space. It's designed by Ken Folk, Ken Folk, an interior designer based in the city. Um, but yeah, I love it. It's very chic. And yeah, there's so many others too. Like um, Little Canal in the Lower East Side is really good. Mm-hmm. I also really like Oliver Coffee over there too. Um, yeah, I mean, you really can't go wrong. <laughs> you can't go wrong. That is one thing I miss so much. Cause I'm like in Chicago, I'm trying to find like a cute coffee shop and yeah, it's not as easy as New York when there's literally one on every corner. I know that's one thing I miss so much. I just love going to do work at like an adorable coffee shop. Oh, uh, nothing better for real. I'm trying to like think having of my favorite. Escape. Yeah, seriously. I don't, I don't necessarily know what my favorite coffee shop is in New York. I know what my, well, maybe Devotion. Cause I was going to say, I know my mm-hmm. favorite coffee is from Devotion, but it's also yeah. really cute. Like if you want to go hang out there. Yeah. So I'll, that's I'll a good that pick. What is the coffee, the cold brew from cafe d'Avignon? Is it La, La Colombe? No, I need, I need to figure it out. Cause that is like the best addicting. that it's is so really good. good cold brew mm-hmm. and they have a cobble hill location i need to go to it Ooh. oh in cobble hill also octava or octavia Ooh. with the pink umbrellas it's so yeah. good and they have a really cute like check-in wall i guess it's kind of like um clocking in or like a library card wall so you oh. have a card that you can keep there and then you punch in every time you go and you put it back up. Oh my God. Really that's cute. so cute and fun. Yeah. I, I love know. that. It's fun. It's stump town. Stump town. Oh, yes. Cold okay. brew. So good. Yeah. It is so good. Ooh. I love a cafe Davinon cold brew with a croissant. Mm. Yeah. So good. So good. <laughs> <laughs> now I'm getting hungry, guys. I'm gonna have to I know I really want something like this. sweet. <laughs> <You know? laughs> okay, this is a fun one. I am curious to know yours. What is the best meal you've had in New York that you can think of? I'd say a gem in the Lower East Side. Ooh. I don't know if you guys know, I, but I don't think I've had I've never heard of it. So, um, it's run by chef Flynn, who he's like a pretty popular chef downtown. He, um, started when he was really young, like 10 years old. And there's a documentary oh about him. It's very interesting. I need to he's watch really, this. Yeah. He's really cool. Very talented. Um, and it's like a tasting menu. So it's definitely for special occasions. And, um, Garrett and I went recently for his birthday it was so good and it was all vegetable themed like there was no mm. meat but it was all in season vegetables and this was in the spring it was just so delicious like you eat you take a bite and you're like what is that like you've that never had the flavor amazing. flavor combos yeah it's really good Ooh, that's okay. so good yes wow. i don't really an exploration ever, yeah i don't know <laughs> if i've ever been to like a restaurant with t- a tasting menu it's definitely an experience. <laughs> it really is. I know. I had it until like either this or maybe one time before. 
um tokyo record bar is another really good oh tasting God. menu okay i actually have that never mind yeah. we went there for for my fiance's birthday in 2020 maybe oh my god so good oh yeah you guys loved that place mm-hmm. it was like so surprisingly fun. amazing food like I just didn't expect mm-hmm. the food to be that I don't know like I don't know why I didn't expect it to be that good because it's more of like <laughs> the ambiance with the like records and stuff it yeah. was so fun but the mm-hmm. food was phenomenal I know did they give you the piece of pizza when you were leaving yes As- that's the best Always end with a piece of pizza so good it's funny because like most tasting menu spots you'll leave and you're like kind of still hungry because you've gotten really small portions <laughs> yeah. but they're like no we're giving you pizza to make sure that you're full when you leave <laughs> yeah no it's such a good idea I love yeah it. same all right I have one I need to ask too um favorite date night spot hmm we love June wine bar and that's oh, in Cobble Hill too. I've seen that. I've always wanted to go. Okay. Same where here. we had our first date. So Ooh, special. That is special. <laughs> I love but, that. Yeah. Like any really cute, cozy wine bar is usually our go-to, um, <sighs> but they have like good small plates and it's very warm and cozy. Ooh, I, I don't think I ever tried that. I, one is coming to mind for me. Have you been to reception? Oh yeah. Side. I love that for a date mm-hmm. night. So cute. It's like a really cute cocktail bar. Yeah. Really cute on the inside and mm-hmm. cozy and just like, you know, a small Lower East Side. Yeah. Bar. And they have like live music sometimes, I think. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's very that's, nice. That's definitely a fun one. I like that mm-hmm. for a date night. Yeah. I love that. I always do um Da Andrea. I I told you about that place, mm-hmm. Maddie. It's so good. Where is it? It's, I want to make sure I get the neighborhood right. It's like right on the cusp of West Village. Um, I'm like Union Square, mm-hmm. but it it's like familiar. this, it's like so gorgeous. They always have like the cutest decor outside, but the food is amazing. It's like this tiny little Italian restaurant and I'm just obsessed. We used to go like semi-regularly when we lived in the Upper West Side because it was so easy to get there on the subway mm-hmm. and it's just so cozy and like romantic they always have good music on yeah oh I love that another one's coming to mind that like I always <laughs> always used to recommend to my friends um what is Lay French Diner Oh my we, god. So when yeah, we yeah, lived yeah. in Lower East Side, <laughs> we would go there all the time. It's like one of those places that has like two tables mm-hmm. and you have to go there early because yeah. they never have a spot, but it is so good. Like just such an amazing yeah, meal. Delish. Yeah. If we I went had there. a nickel every time. You <laughs> Literally, I know. I tell <laughs> everyone I'm like you have to go. That's awesome. <laughs> I love it. We went there with a couple who used to live in the Lower East Side as like their last hoorah in that neighborhood, the now in the West Village. But they would always talk about it like all the time. Well, it's just like we would go there all the time and we'd have the same waiter. And like, I, so we, we got to know him, like he knew us because we'd go so often. And then like we went, it was right before COVID. I think we went for my birthday, which is in February. And like it was his last time serving because Aww. he was going to Broadway and then COVID hit and oh, obviously no. Broadway shut down. Sad. So then we like went back and he was back in the restaurant. I was like, oh my God, we need to keep coming and supporting. Like I felt so awful, but 
yeah, yeah. it's such a great like family spot like it's all the same people working there like it's mm-hmm. so adorable I love it yeah that is a really good date night spot too yeah okay I just thought of another one hang on um I'm <laughs> just listing everything <laughs> I know I just like you're like a wealth of knowledge I need all the information from you <laughs> I'm curious like I had a friend ask me this the other day mm-hmm. but what are the most like overrated parts of New York it could be a restaurant or maybe a park or like something that we just talked about that you think is like just Let's overrated see. overrated spots I mean Williamsburg <laughs> I'm dying. Honestly, There's no public transportation to get no. there. It's so hard. I hate it when people that live in the city are like, oh yeah, Brooklyn. And they think Williamsburg. Yeah. Yeah. But no. <laughs> <laughs> there it is. I mean, she there's a lot it. of good spots. <laughs> like we do have like a lot of good wrecks from Williamsburg, but I mean, like these days I feel like it's sort of like an outdoor mall. Like a yeah. lot of chain restaurants or um stores, which you know, that's like not why we live in New York. So mm-hmm. I don't know. I feel like it can be a little bit overrated. Yeah. I can totally see that. Yeah. I'm trying to think of what else. I mean like specifics. Yeah, I'm trying to think of like an overrated restaurant. Yeah, I would love to hear an overrated restaurant. Cause I feel mm-hmm. like there's so many places that everyone gives so much hype, like, and you wonder, is it really that? Is it good? like scene or is it? Yeah, good? yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. I know. I mean, there's so many. <laughs> I feel like, <laughs> like yeah. every restaurant can't be that amazing. And to me, like some of the best are a little bit more under the radar or, um, authentic. I guess. Like I feel like a lot of Italian spots in the city are, like, blown out of proportion. Yeah. Like Via Carota, the line is crazy. Mm-hmm. I've been once and it was delicious, but I wouldn't wait in like a several hour long line. What's that it's ice cream place it. that everyone's obsessed with? Morgan Stearns? Yes, Morgan Stearns. What are your thoughts on that? I did go there once and I had the best mint ice cream of my it life. It is good. It's good. I, so I win. It's worth it. I went and it was absolutely delicious, but I waited in line for 45 minutes mm-hmm. and I don't know if it's worth waiting for 45 minutes. Yeah. But it was very good. It was almost like go if the timing's right, like go in the morning mm-hmm. or like right. late at night, maybe. But there are points when like that line is over an hour long and it's like, yeah. is it that good? Yeah. I don't know. That's like Dominique Ansel. I still have not been there. Mm-hmm. I haven't but been there I feel either. Like, I feel like that would be in the category of like overrated. Yeah. Like, I'm sure there's other good pastry shops <laughs> that aren't with a giant line. So true. There's a ton. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but that was a good one, Jordan. Um, yeah. Okay. One other one I have, and I know you've had like <laughs> different wrecks on your website, but what is mm-hmm. your favorite New York City like escape or like day trip or weekend trip around mm-hmm. the city? I mean, we go upstate every chance we can get. There's so many like cute towns and um, we love going to the Catskills in that area. And I mean, like certain areas in the Catskills, you do need a rental car. But if you're looking for like via train only, I think obviously the Dia and like going to Storm King is a really cute day trip. 
And I mean, I have so much fun every time I go and like even just walking around a little main street town like Beacon is Mm -hmm. like it fills the escape that you need from the city. And it's like an hour and 30 minutes or something away from Grand Central. I love the Dia. It's so beautiful. Like that's one of my favorite museums. Mm -hmm. Me too. Also, Kingston is really cute. You can get there via train. A lot of really good restaurants over there. And the Kinsley Hotel, which is a boutique hotel in Kingston, is really Mm. awesome. Love a boutique hotel. Yes. We last fall, I think, went to Hudson for the weekend, which was so cute. Oh, my God. I loved it up there. So many good spots. Yeah. One of my favorite meals ever I had there. I, I don't know if you've been to Farmer and Sons. In Hudson. No, but that, I have heard of it. Yeah. Oh my God. Like I think Good. about that meal so often. <laughs> it was so amazing. <laughs> I will go back to Hudson just to go there again. I love that. That's how I feel about kitties in Hudson. Oh my it's God. Yeah. So good. And they just opened up their like sit down dinner part of the restaurant. Cause it was just like casual lunch. Mm-hmm. So I will Ooh. like go back soon just to go there. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Oh my gosh. Yeah. That's such a cute like fall trip. Yeah, definitely. That's what I need in my life. Yeah. I need fall. Can we just fast forward? <laughs> yeah. It's, it's miserable today yeah. and every day. It hits you right when you walk outside. Yeah. Before we move on, just thought of one more. I swear this is my last favorite, <laughs> favorite pizza place. Mm. Let me think about this That's for tough. a second. <laughs> there's, there's like my top three. Okay. Let's hear the top let's three. The That's top three. Okay. On the top one. So in Carroll Gardens, all the amazing Italian restaurants, F&F pizza is just so good. And like that's all there is to say about it. Like every single type is amazing. It's like very casual. You just stand at the standing outdoor tables right outside the slice shop. They have Frank's wine bar, F and F Pizza, and Frankie's four or five seven. So they're all owned by the same people and they're three different um you know restaurants. But hmm. anyway, F and F. And then I love Polly G's Slice Shop in Greenpoint. Very good. Also, I mean, Scars. Oh, my oh gosh. Man. I, I haven't gone. I need to go. Yeah. They actually have a really delicious vegan Caesar salad. Ooh. <laughs> I'm not vegan, but like, it's amazing. <laughs> that sounds good. I didn't even know yeah. they had that. I think we're going there tonight, actually, to Scars. Ooh, I love that. So. That's such a good, oh, such a good spot. That's yeah. the only one I've been to out of the three you just mentioned, but mm-hmm. they all sound amazing. I yeah. do love Scars. Like, I forgot about Scars. How could I it's forget? It's been on my list forever, and I still haven't oh, gone. I need to go. just go. Yeah. Such a good slice. Yeah. Mm. Jordan, yeah, what's your favorite? Three. You're you're pizza girly, pizza Friday. I am a pizza. <laughs> I like to think I'm a pizza aficionado, but I love. I mean, Prince Street's top of mind because mm-hmm. we just had that recently, and it's just so 
fucking good. It's like so <laughs> greasy, but yeah, it is just this cup. That's another one that's like a long, long line. That's worth yeah, it. Yeah, you, you have to go. Mm. I think you have to go at the right time. Like you can't, mm-hmm. you can't be going to Prince Street on a Saturday night at nine thirty. No. Like that's a bad idea. Yeah, but a random like five o'clock little you need a little pick you up you know mm-hmm. a little hungry mm-hmm. after shopping in the area yep. I think that's a really good spot and the pepperoni is just so thick like, I know. like why is it good it's like it's not just a deep dish pepperoni pizza it's quality pepperoni <laughs> I know quality <laughs> they're like perfect grease holders oh yeah true absolutely <laughs> like, that is like their purpose <laughs> I don't know what my favorite, well, I love scars for a slice, but like for just like ordering pizza, I love Roberta's. Mm -hmm. That's like one of my faves. Very good. Have you been to, um, did you go to lions and tigers and squares before you moved? No, no. Where is this? (laughs) I'm like, wait, what is this? I love the name. Confidently. I know. (laughs) It's, it's like Detroit style pizza. Same, same as like, um, Prince street, like deep dish. And it's mm-hmm. in, um, Chelsea. So good. Lions and tigers and squares. Okay. That's adorable. Yeah. That's a good name. Also Emmett's on Grove is really good in the West village. It's like, I think it's Chicago style, but it's like the thin, yeah. not deep. The it's thin, like, like really cutting thin. the squares. Yeah. I'm realizing that's like the real Chicago style after moving here because I hate yeah. the nasty like soup yeah. that is like <laughs> big Chicago pizza it's disgusting to me you feel yeah. so sick like you eat yeah. it it what's it's it called not good. Giordano's is that what it is in Chicago I think there's I think yeah, that's the famous few. one I don't know it's like you have to do it now that you live there but man yeah. another nice thing sick. about being in Chicago is Acheval and I literally live down the street from True. small Cheval oh my god so good yeah so good yeah I know I need to go back there I forgot about it I went pre-pandemic for a burger such a good burger that's another one that you have to wait for a really long line if you don't have a reservation yeah the only time I'd gone there in New York like my friend made it we went as a group and like we had a reservation for like 9 45 and I was like this is not dinner (laughs) this is I'm gonna be sick like (laughs) but we still went and we all got burgers but like that's the only time they can get a reservation yeah that's crazy still good yeah didn't you guys do a best burger we did okay yeah we wait so our friend Maya has been going around the city like with one of her friends and trying to find the best burger oh yeah I'd love to know your your thoughts so my favorite burger is JG Mellon on the Upper East Side. Oh, interesting. It's, it's no frills. So delicious. It really comes down to like how good the patty is. Mm. And then you get extra pickles, really load them on. Ooh. Last time I went, I maybe Such a put good tip. like too many pickles. <laughs> it was like mostly pickled. <laughs> But there's no such so thing. Good. There's no such thing as too many yeah, pickles. True, true. Um, but something funny about JG and back to the fries, they used to have my favorite fries and they were cottage fries is what they called them. And they were like round in the shape of um, like a crinkle cut pickle chip. Oh, And it was like this big drama that they lost their fry supplier 
<gasps> and so there were no more cottage fries. And so Ooh. ever since they've been trying out all these different fry vendors. <laughs> but everyone's like, this isn't the same. Yeah. And they're all so different. Like the last time we went, they were like potato skin chips, basically. Aww. They were crunchy. That's sad. <laughs> I know. Oh my gosh. But still the best burger. Definitely. Yeah. I need to go there. Matters. I always, yeah, I always passed it and it was always busy. I'm like, I need to go here. Yeah. Check it out. That and no resis. No resis, but oh really? Mm. Yeah. Recommend going for lunch. Yeah. That probably, makes sense. Yeah. Probably the best yeah. time. Yeah. Cool. Well, I think we went through all of our best ofs. Jordan, do you have any like last minute ads? <laughs> I, I mean, I could good. do this all day. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, same. I love I talking about New York stuff. <laughs> okay, let's finish on a, on a high note. What is your best of desserts? Ooh, mm, like any dessert, any dessert doesn't have to be sit down. Could be like a bakery if you want. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. That's hard. <laughs> I feel like the ones that are coming to mind are like ones that I've had recently. Mm-hmm. So um, Mel's, this new spot in Chelsea has Ooh. truly the best ice cream sundaes I've ever had. Ooh, I love so an ice good. cream sundae. I haven't had an ice cream sundae in so long. I was going to say, I don't even know the last time I had it. Yeah. A... Wow. So good. They have a cantaloupe ice cream. Ooh. Which sounds weird, but it's delicious. I'm sure it's good. Oh my gosh. So Yum. currently that's my favorite. Mm, that sounds good. <laughs> George, do you have one? For Maya's um, Bakery. Ooh, yeah. Here in, it's in Cobble Hill, right? Yeah, Cobble Hill. The, yeah. the carrot cake. The carrot cake specifically oh my absolutely God. slaps. Like, yeah. yeah. Anna, we were, <laughs> it's a good story. Okay, so <laughs> it's, Maddie, it was your birthday, right? Yes. Yeah, it was your birthday. She's having a little party at her apartment. We're all there, <laughs> we're hanging out. And she comes up to me and my boyfriend, Kayla, and she goes, um, are you guys like excited for cake? And we're like, yeah, like we always love cake. It sounds good. And she's like, okay, like just heads off. It's not a crowd pleaser. Like don't get too excited. And we're like, what the hell would you have gotten for your birthday? That isn't that good. You know, like, <laughs> what do you mean? And then she goes, it's carrot cake. And it was so good. It was yeah, absolutely it was so delicious. Good. I just didn't think like people would be excited about carrot cake, but it was delicious. Yeah. It was a crowd it's done right. If it's done right, if it's done right, exactly. I know I was like warning everyone, like it's not a crowd pleaser. It's not like (laughs) double chocolate or anything. It's like carrot cake. Yeah. (laughs) But yes, that's awesome. It was so good. Is it Maya's bakery? Mia's bakery. Mia's bakery. Okay. Yeah. 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 So good. I need to try that out. Yeah. It's a really cute spot right on um, Court Street. Street. Is it Court Street? Or no, it's Smith. It's Smith. Smith right. Street. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like get those yeah. streets confused. There's so much on Smith Street. I know. So many bakeries too. There's yeah. Court Square Bakery over there. Yeah. Court Square. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Very good. Italian cookies. Mm. Yum. Maddie, what's yours? What's mine? What's mine? Yeah. I'm trying Favorite to Favorite dessert. Favorite dessert. I don't know. I don't know why, like some, so this is coming to mind and I don't know if it's necessarily a dessert, but it's like a sweet, 
I think Anna, you'll know where this is from. Like, I cannot remember the name of the spot, but mm-hmm. I think it was on one of your wrecks, the cardamom okay. bun. Oh yes. La Cabra. Yes. <laughs> from like, yeah, Cabra. that's so good. Oh my God. Like I had, before we, before I left, like my friend was like, we need to go here and get the cardamom bun. So we went yeah. and like, I'm still thinking about it to this day. So good. <laughs> yeah. I've been craving that recently. We haven't been like since winter times. So yeah, I while. think that place is like TikTok famous or something from that bun. I don't have TikTok, Ugh. so I don't know these things. Yeah, me neither. <laughs> me neither. There's like all these like famous, like my friend, Christy Jordan, she yeah. like knows all of these, like the TikTok famous croissant and the TikTok famous cardamom bun. I'm like, what are these? Like, and there was yeah. only a massive line when we got there. So that's when, you know, like if it's blowing yeah. up on TikTok. Same with I mean, of course. Sorry, go ahead, Anna. I was going to say, like, of course, we want these businesses to succeed. But when it's like TikTok famous, it's almost too it's far. Another else ruins it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I don't know if you've been there, but Lay Apartment 4F. Oh, yeah. Called? Yeah. Have you mm-hmm. been there? There's always a line. So we were just like walking by one day when we were in Brooklyn Heights and there was nobody there. <laughs> it was wow. like, wow. I know. And so we walked in and got the chocolate chip cookie delish mm. and um they have like a ham and cheese on baguette sandwich very delicious mm. yum all right i need to check it out i was wondering if it was worth the hype we walked by i'm like yeah I, i'm sure it was like a weekend like a saturday mm-hmm. or sunday at like 11 and it was like everyone and their mother and their children were in I mean, this line i think everyone's there for the croissants which there were no more croissants when we were there, mm, but wow. we wanted a sandwich anyway. So it worked out. I love this. I love all of these best ofs. Like, yes, I think our listeners will be very happy to hear and to go try the spots. <laughs> there you have it. Yes. Um, all the best places, all of the best places, literally. Um, so just to kind of wrap things up, our podcast is really about just in general, navigating your twenties. Mm -hmm. So one question we like to ask all of our guests is kind of any advice you'd give to women who are currently navigating their twenties as all of us are as well. Um, so just anything that's like helped you along the way or anything you wish you knew. Mm -hmm. I've always said, this is a very cheesy classic saying, but the squeaky wheel gets the grease and it really does like. I've like told myself to not be afraid to like reach out to people I admire or um, like, you know, grabbing coffee with someone that you think is cool and that you could learn from um, things like that. Or yeah, just like putting yourself out there in terms of if you have any cool side projects you want to work on, just like we did with cool stuff. Like we either could have just like talked about that idea and then not done anything about it, but um, even if you have like two subscribers the first time or the, you know, whatever you're working on, um, it can really grow and yeah, just keep going and keep reaching out to the people that you want to learn stuff from. Love that. Love that. I've never heard that <laughs> saying before. Oh, really? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> My mom always said it to me. She's like, just send the email like the squeaky wheel. (laughs) It's such good advice though. It's so true. Yeah. It is so true. Just do it. Just start. Just send the email. 
Agreed. Definitely. Awesome. Well, thank you so much, Anna. Could you kind of share like what, where people can find you? What are your Instagram ads, website, things like that? So my Instagram is hello underscore Anna underscore B. And um, you can find our newsletter at coolstuff.nyc. And that's the same for our website to sign up for the newsletter is just coolstuff.nyc. Yeah. Thank you so much. This was great. I'm just so glad we have all of these new restaurants and things to try. Yeah, Yeah, I need to go eat. (laughs) That's a wrap on this episode. Thanks for listening to Cool Girls Only, where we talk about all things navigating your 20s and being your best self. Check out our Instagram at Cool Girls Only Podcast and sign up for our newsletter and learn more at coolgirlsonly.com. Also, if you're loving the podcast, please leave us a rating or review on Apple Podcasts or Spotify. Until next time, cool girls.